Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place to be for visionaries, conscious entrepreneurs, and enlightened leaders who know they are here to not only make an impact in the world, but to leave their divine legacy, touching the minds and hearts of everybody that they encounter, and to leave the world a better place. My name is Cody Ann Smith, and I am the host of this podcast. I help visionaries and leaders like you tap into your higher purpose so that you can ignite your gifts in the world and share them in everything that you do, creating more purpose, peace, and prosperity in both your life and your business. You can think of this podcast as your hub for inspiration, motivation, divine wisdom, insights, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, tune in because I know that you're here to have massive breakthroughs and I can help you do that. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we are talking about the subject of mental detox. Now this is something that I have personally used since 2016 and it has served me well So I thought it was time to talk to you guys about mental detox, stepping into your mental sovereignty. So that's what this episode is all about. So if you are ready to claim back your power and claim your thoughts, your mind, and have the power over your mind, have that sovereignty, that self-government over your mind and what you're thinking, then you will want to tune into this episode today because not only are we going to cover that, but we're going to cover so much more too. Now, I don't know if you've heard this saying before, but it goes along the lines of something like this. The mind makes for a good servant, but a terrible master. What does that mean? It means that the mind is a tool and it's here to serve your higher purpose. It's here to help you to make sense out of the world, but it is not here to make decisions. Decision making is a totally different subject that we can talk about in another episode, but Right now, we're going to talk about a mental detox. What is that? What is a mental detox? What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about a mental detox? So for me, when I think about it, I think about ridding the mind of things that are not pure to the body and to the spirit. It's about getting rid of anything that's toxic that's keeping us stuck in a state of unease. So that's what I think about when I think about a mental detox, but I want you to define it for yourself because the more that you can conceptualize this for you, the more that it's going to come alive in your life. And that's what this is about. This isn't about just a bunch of information. This is about it working for you. This is about taking information and making something out of it. So experts say that we have around 80,000 thoughts per day. That is a ton of different thoughts. That's a ton of different thoughts that lead to different emotions. So that's the very first thing that I want to cover here before we get too much into the detox stuff is the connection between the mind and the body and the thoughts and the emotions because they play off of each other. And for every thought that you have, an emotion follows that. And then also your emotional state leads to more thoughts that perpetuate that state. So we have 80,000 thoughts going through our minds and most of the time we're not even aware of what they are. All we know is that we are experiencing life and that can either be a positive thing or can feel very negative. So where do these thoughts come from? 
Well, these thoughts come from our narrative, from what we tell ourselves, from what we perceive, and then what we believe to be true. Now, a lot of the time, though, these thoughts are running on autopilot, which means that we are basically running off of unconscious patterns that we have programmed ourselves with. And the way that we have programmed ourselves is with what we say to ourselves, what we narrate to ourselves as we go through life, as we experience whatever we experience, and the meaning that we give to everything. So as we begin this mental detox, we will be conscious of our thoughts because conscious thought leads to conscious language and conscious language leads to conscious life. So we're living more intentionally. We're stepping into our power. Instead of being submissive to whatever program is running in the background, we get to step into our power. We get to take hold of the ship and steer it wherever we want it to go. And that is through paying attention to what thoughts are coming up in the first place. Because remember, 80,000 thoughts a day. There's no way that we can possibly be conscious of all of those. But it is nice to be able to be conscious of some of them, especially the ones that are triggering. The thoughts that have triggered emotional responses inside of you is a particularly important place to put your awareness Okay, so that's how you first start your detox is you become conscious of the thoughts that are triggering you. And the way that you do that is that you have to feel and be aware of your body's responses throughout the day. So in other words, you're making a conscious effort to police your thoughts and to choose what thoughts that you want to entertain. So you're releasing anything that is not serving you by Simply pulling your attention away from it and claiming your sovereignty and your choice of where you want to put your attention. Most of the time, we don't realize that we have a choice on what we pay attention to because we're so used to that autopilot and that programming running the show that we don't really give it any second thought. So this is the first step is to become really conscious Because as you are conscious of these things, what is happening is that through the next step, you're going to learn how to transmute it. You're going to learn how to take those unconscious patterns, that trauma slash karma slash fear that's deep inside of you and allow it to surface and then consciously choose the narrative and the meaning that you want to give to it. And this is something that you're going to do over and over again. Okay, so go throughout your day and notice when you feel triggered or notice when your mind wants to check out. These are very particular times where you want to pay the most attention because our natural response is to either freeze, fight, or run away. So it's really important for you to pay attention to what your trigger response is. What is it that you do? For me, I tend to run away. But by paying attention to the triggers and paying attention to the trauma slash karma that's coming up to be transmuted, that's what empowers you. That's what allows you to step more into your mental sovereignty so that you have control over your thoughts, so you have control over your mind. Now, I'm going to share a story with you about a trauma that I have, that I constantly have to work through because trauma isn't something that you just do and deal with once. And I'm saying trauma, but it could be karma. I see them really as one in the same because of soul contracts 
and that kind of thing. When we first come to this world and to this earth, we already choose through our soul contracts what we want to experience. We incarnate into a body, I believe, that is the vehicle in which we play out the karma. Now, I'm not talking specific karma where you did something bad in a past life and you're being punished. That's not what I mean by karma. What I mean is that collectively we have karma that we have to burn off and it's just a lower frequency that is ready to be transmuted into something higher. So we all have this and we all have had our personal experiences growing up, especially that really tender time in your life when you're a young child where we experience things around us in our world where we can be programmed with the trauma or at least not maybe programmed, but it activates that within us because if we already chose the body, it was already there when we got there, but the environment helped trigger it. And that is our work here, especially when it comes to this mental detox. So I'm going to share a personal story with you that I have went through when I was younger that still affects me to this day. And it's my work to constantly be transmuting this karma out of my DNA and turning it into the higher frequency, my higher purpose and the gift that lies inside of me. And you guys have this as well. So hopefully by me sharing this with you, it'll trigger you to explore your world and see where maybe some of this stuff is coming up for you too. So back when I was about seven years old, I had a, I wouldn't even say stepdad, they weren't married, but when mom had a boyfriend that was very controlling at the time, and he was very abusive, not only to her, but to us as children as well. So what he would do is he would try to control every interaction that we had with our mom and made sure that he was always there to make sure that he knew what we were saying to her and that we weren't able to like persuade her into making a different decision. He was really paranoid in that way and she didn't realize it, but I did. And at the time I was already working through the divorce that my parents had gone through and the trauma that I experienced with my dad leaving and not seeing him very often. So here we are with this guy that's super controlling. We're living in his house. I'm not allowed to talk to my mom. She's always downstairs, depressed, only comes up to make us food and maybe say a few words to us. But other than that, really, we lost her too. That's when the trauma really kicked in for me, the abandonment trauma. Even though my mom was physically there, she wasn't there because she wasn't allowed to be. So I felt like my sense of security was incredibly shaken. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if he was going to make decisions that would completely change our lives and she would just go with it. Or if I was ever going to be able to just talk to my mom again in private. I was not sure of any of that. So it triggered naturally a lot of fear and apprehensiveness and a lot of abandonment trauma. Of course, back then I had no idea that that's what this was. And I was rebellious and I put a lot of things on myself because of that rebellion, but it followed me into my adult life and it's still there. So that trauma from those experiences, and that's just one, is still there. That's 
looking to be transmuted. And the way that it manifests in my life to this day is when people leave, there's an an immense anxiety that goes through my body, a bunch of fear and a bunch of stories that aren't true necessarily, a bunch of narratives that come up that I have got to pay attention to. I have to be conscious of that. Otherwise, the program will take hold, it'll run my life, and I won't be a sovereign being. And I'm just not okay with that. Growing up under oppression and seeing how submissive my own mom could be, that was the last thing that I was going to stand for, is to be submissive. And that's why sovereignty is so important to me. And that's why we're having this conversation today. But not that long ago, I had the experience of this karma coming up to be transmuted again. And that was when my brother left back to where he lives. So he left and immediately I felt that anxiety, that fear of losing somebody. And of course, I knew in my rational mind that he wasn't leaving. But in my unrational mind, in my trauma mind, It felt like I did when I was seven. So in order to overcome that, in order to transmute that, I had to sit and feel all those feelings and watch the thoughts and watch the irrational thoughts. Irrational thoughts like, he's never going to be back. You're never going to see him again. This is the last time that you see him. And I had to take hold of that narrative. But it wasn't just as easy as saying, no, that's not true, and just speaking something new into the world. It was much deeper than that. And that's what this detox is really about. It's a feeling process and it's very connected to both our thoughts and our emotions. So I sat there in meditative state and I like to call it shadow meditation. I don't know if there is a shadow meditation, but that's what I do when I'm experiencing something that's coming up that needs to be transmuted. So I sat there with myself and I was feeling all those heavy feelings that were in my lower three chakras and I can sense where that energy block is just by sitting with it and I allowed it to be there because that's one of the tricks is you have to allow whatever's there to be there otherwise you push it away and it becomes a projection instead and so instead of us transmuting the very thing that we need to transmute we end up projecting onto other people, which causes more harm in the long run. So I sat with this and it was very uncomfortable. And I knew that eventually it would have to pass because nothing, it lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. And then I had to ask myself, okay, how would I like to feel in this situation? How would I like to feel right now, right in this present moment with this trigger? And the word that came to me was calm. I would like to feel calm, but that was not enough. Just to know how I would like to feel wasn't enough. I had to surrender and ask myself, what would it feel like to feel calm in this situation? Show me what it would feel like to feel calm while still allowing this very uncomfortable feeling to be there. And then I got to experience that. My body, its natural intelligence showed me what it's like to be calm in that situation. And from that space, I was able to take hold of my narrative and then tell myself, 
a whole different story and a whole different meaning to what I was experiencing. And that is the process. And when you first start, it's not easy. It sounds really easy and really quick here in this example, because I've been doing this work since 2016. So that's like four years. It takes time to build that muscle up, but in time it gets easier. And in time you step more and more into your sovereignty, into your mental sovereignty, into your emotional sovereignty, into your spiritual sovereignty. And it's a beautiful thing. The other day I was reading a book and it's called The Heart of the Shaman. If you haven't read it, it's a very good book and I highly recommend looking at it. But there was this story in there where he went and went to hang out with the shamans and did some ayahuasca. And he was met with one of his biggest fears. And that was the fear of death. And so he literally stood in this vision he had on this dock. And he could see this snake coming up through the water. And all of a sudden it jumps out of the water and shows its big giant fangs and it just eats him. And he could feel his bones breaking and just being digested in the mouth of this snake. And that was symbology for facing the shadow, facing the fear, the very thing that we run away from, the karma, the trauma, whatever we want to call it, experiencing that and allowing that fear to consume him was the exact thing that set him free. But it wasn't the last time that he had this encounter with that snake. He had it twice. But it's a process. That's the point. That story stands out in my mind every single time that a trigger shows up and a shadow shows up that's asking to say, transmute me. Turn me into gold. Take this raw material, this raw pain, and turn it into gold. Create your own narrative. How do you want to feel in this situation? Who do you want to be in this situation? What do you want to think in this situation? And then as your day goes and as your life experiences unfold in front of you, know that you have the control over your narrative. When those strong emotions come in, you have to allow them to consume you. But then you have to pivot and ask yourself, how would you like to feel? What would you like to think about this situation? What kind of meaning would you like to give to the thing that's triggering you? And start telling yourself a new story. Start claiming a new narrative. And any time these negative thoughts that want to come and impede on your life and in your mind, police those thoughts. Pay attention to what's going on so that it doesn't go too far because it's a lot harder to dig yourself out after you've let it go for too long. That's what this mental detox is about. That's what stepping into your sovereignty is about. It's about knowing that nothing has power over you unless you give it the power. Sovereignty over submission. Be your purest self. That means the totality of who you are. No more of this trauma, shame, and thinking that we're weak because we all have these things. You can still be the leader that you are and still experience this stuff. In fact, that's what your job is, so that you can share with other people. 
so that you can work through it so that you have gifts to share with others. And that's the beauty of this work. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it shed some light. And if you got something out of this episode, please take a screenshot of it and share it on social media and then tag me in the post so that I know that you shared it so I can personally thank you for doing so. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you guys on the next one.